This is Jer Lanska, and thank you for tuning in to the Anointed Nachos podcast. We're starting in to Patience Part 2. It's part of the Fruit of the Spirit series, and I'm really excited to continue this amazing topic. It's something that, you know, I'll be honest, it's something that's hard to develop because it's one of the things that is not as enjoyable because you're waiting, you're being patient, you're putting things on hold, you're relying on God and not yourself to get things done. And you need to develop that. You need to learn how to not just take control over everything and do everything your way. Putting yourself aside is never the easiest thing to do, to sacrifice your time and give it to the Lord. But it's always beneficial. The Lord will always bless you when you give him your time. We're just going to jump right into it. So in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36, it says, Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. So this verse talks about it's when we're patient, when we're enduring, and we come out on the other side, is when we receive what has been promised to us. It's not immediate. You know, everything isn't just like fast food where you just pull up, you pray, God answers your prayer, you get what you need, and it's in your hands. Now, spiritually speaking, yes, I believe that our prayers are effective. Our prayers take care of things in the supernatural realm, and it just takes time for it to manifest sometimes in the natural. Angels are sent out and are ministering spirits to us, doing things on the earth to bring forth an answer to our prayer. The Holy Spirit is at work to bring answers to our prayers. We have to learn to let God work. We need to learn to let him answer our prayers in the way that he best sees fit for our lives. He'll see things that we don't, and we need to just trust in him that he's going to bring it to pass, but in his way and timing. And we just wait with hope and love and thanksgiving and praise, praising the Lord all the way. You know, some people have claimed a promise in the word, but haven't received it because they lack patience. You can't just pray and give God two weeks to get something done and then have a plan B because you're impatient if he doesn't show up within your time frame. Most people will end up with a plan B because they lack the long suffering. True faith is being willing to stand forever with plan A to receive it the way God wants it, the way God wants to bring it. You know, God knows all the details to the solution. Obedience and patience is our part, but the timing is his part. God asks us to stand to see if we're truly expressing our faith or just saying words. One way to develop long-suffering is by keeping the word of God. Let's read Luke chapter 8, verse 15. It says, 
and the seeds that fell on the good soil represent honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word, cling to it, and patiently produce a huge harvest. So when we hear the word, we are waiting on God. We're speaking it. We're believing it. You know, we receive it as truth, inspired by the Holy Spirit. We believe and receive it as truth, but we need to speak it. We need to stand on it. We need to believe it and not back down. If it's true, then it's true, and we're going to stand on it and keep it as our plan A. Don't give up. Let God work in you. Be patient, and then you will produce a huge harvest. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 and 13 says, Since God chose you to be the holy people that he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember that the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. We need to understand that all these things in the word can take time. We need to understand that we need to forgive other people. We need to take time to forgive others if we want God to forgive us. We need to make allowances for each other's faults. You know, sometimes people mess up. Sometimes when we're trusting in someone else, you know, people fail, people forget. Sometimes they overbook their schedule and things just get overlooked. We need to make allowances for each other's faults. How much more will God make allowances for our faults? A lot of times we're in a hurry, and he knows that. He knows that we're impatient people, and that's the whole point of developing this fruit in our lives, spending time in the Word, speaking it and resting in it, believing it, so that we can produce harvests. You know, we're not going to receive everything that the Lord has for us if we're not patiently waiting on Him and trying to get everything in our own way, in, in our own time. It just isn't going to happen. We want to trust God and receive what he has for us. Sometimes that doesn't happen overnight. We need to just trust in him. People are falling away because they're not keeping God's word, staying true to what they already know what to do in the word of God. In Romans chapter 8, verse 25, it says, But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. You know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And so when we're stretching and using our faith out there for something, it's because there's something that we don't have that we're believing for. If we already had it in our hands, we wouldn't be using our faith to receive it. It would already be here. But when we reach out and use our faith, and keep in mind that the word says, only faith is what pleases the Lord. When we stand on his scriptures, stand on his word, speak his word, and trust in him, that's what pleases him. So when we need something that we don't have, that's what we use our faith for. And then we patiently wait for it to come. Knowing fully, though, that the Lord wants us to have those things that are in his word that he said that we can have. You know, everything we do takes time. 
We put something into the oven. We're waiting for it to be baked, right? When we order something online, we're waiting patiently for that shipment to arrive at our door. Everything in the natural, we're waiting for something, right? How much more important is it that we learn how to be patient with spiritual matters that are vital for our future and our soul and our spirit, things that we want to mature in, so we must learn how to be patient with spiritual matters just the same as natural matters. In Psalms chapter 27 verse 14 it says, Wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. It's a brave and courageous thing to wait and to stand strong. That means it's a foolish thing if we just run out and try to make things happen with our own strength and our own plans and our own timing if we know that we're to wait on the Lord. I'm not saying that we can't take action and go do something if we know that it's the right thing to do. But there's a lot of times where the Lord is wanting us to wait on him because he's our fighter. He goes before us and fights battles for us, spiritual battles. And when we just run out with swords ablazing in, in a battle, without the Lord and his power and his strength, we're going to fall short. We're not going to overcome. We need his presence. We need his strength and not ours. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6 through 9, it says, So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold, so when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you must trust in him, and you will rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy the reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. I love that it compares, you know, using our faith and trusting in him as gold being purified by fire. There's a lot of impurities in gold. That's why the value is all based on how pure and fine the gold is. When it's purified, all the impurities float up and are brushed off, and you can have some pure gold. And the same thing God does with us. So we need to give him time. We need to be patient. We need to come in before him in prayer. We need to show up at church when the doors are open, be prayed over, get into his word. He's purifying us. He's changing us. He's tweaking us. He's getting all the impurities out of us so that we can be a pure vessel to be his workmanship to be able to be used by him to do amazing exploits in the earth. He has a plan for us, and he wants you to accomplish those plans. If we have one foot in the word and one foot in the world, we're not going to accomplish those plans that God has for us. You know, the book of Ephesians talks about how when we're in a church that pastors, teachers, apostles, evangelists, and prophets, you know, they're all for our benefit, for equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. So there's a period of just building us up for training. God's working on us. You know, when you come into a new career, you just don't start on level 10 
and just take off and start doing your job. No, there's a training. There's orientation. There's skills to be learned. There's new software. There's training that needs to be involved even with a senior that's been doing the job for a while to train you up and bring you up to the level that you need to be. You're constantly learning and growing in the natural just on your job, right? So how much more greater is it to be trained in the Lord, in the ministry that God has for you? Just think of yourself as like gold. It needs to be purified. Let him take out the things that need to come out. And you can only let that happen by being patient and getting in his presence and waiting on him, letting him work on you. God loves us, and he wants us to accomplish mighty things for him. So we need to give him our time and know that his ways are best. Romans chapter 15 verse 4 says, Such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us, and the scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. Proverbs chapter 13, 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. When hope is deferred, when something's taken away and we have no hope, it makes our heart sick. It really does. But a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. When we make accomplishments and we reach those goals and accomplish dreams that God puts in our heart, it's a tree of life. There's a life spring that's bubbling up out of us that's from the Lord in our spirit that God put there. Joy, excitement beyond belief, inexpressible joy. So we need to have hope. We need to have hope in the Lord. When we put our hope and trust in ourselves, it's when it's going to get deferred. It's when things fall. It's, we fall short. We can embarrass ourselves for forgetting things or not running after things the way that God told us to and fall short in some way. When we do it God's way, it's going to work. So put your faith in him, and that means your trust and hope and patience, waiting on him. If we lose hope, there's no need for patience. We need patience to keep our hope of seeing our loved ones get saved. Losing hope in others can also lead to bitterness, which is what leads to strife inside the church. We want to put our hope in God. So let's put our trust in him. Let's give him our all. Let's chase after what he called us to do because he has a race for each one of us. And we need endurance to run the race and come across the finish line. So let him purify you. Get before his presence. Praise his name with worship and praise. Let him do a good work in you. And all the things that you need to do, learn to be patient and wait on him. I have a few actions for you, and these are good. Action number one, think about a time where you were waiting on the Lord to show up on your behalf and you felt like it was taking too long and so you took matters into your own hands. Now, it is all right that this has happened. We all fall short. But just ask for forgiveness and move on and learn to trust in him the next time. Action number two. Make sure to keep God's word 
Next time you're in a situation where you have choices to make, lean on the word of God that you know and hold fast to it. Don't give up on the word. Don't go after your own opinions and thoughts. Stand on the word and you will have blessings come your way for standing on his promises and being patient. Action number three, pray. Ask that God will reveal his plan and his timing to you so that you can hold fast unto his ability and his promises to make something happen and not lean on your own strength. Let's pray. Lord God, I just thank you for all of our listeners, that you speak to them and that you guide them and you show them how much that you love them and want to improve their lives. We're fine and precious gold in your sight, Lord God, and you want to purify us to make us special and valuable to you so we can be used by you and accomplish the tasks that you give us on the earth, the dreams that you put in our heart to fulfill. Thank you, Lord God, that you have a plan for us, and I pray that we all have more patience and learn to trust in you and be still, to be calm, waiting on you when we pray, having times just to wait and be still in your presence. I thank you, Lord God, that you're going to teach each one of us how to be patient and let this develop in our lives by standing on your word and trusting in you and being calm and waiting on your word. Thank you for listening. I hope that these messages are blessing you. Send a comment about what God's doing in your life. We're excited for you. God bless you. Until next time. Anointed, not chose, stuck in all the